Hi, everybody. This is Tracy Malone. I am the author of Divorcing Your Narcissist. You can't make this shit up. Um, one of the questions I get asked most of all is, how long is this going to take? Um, and so I actually made a slide for a presentation I did at a law firm yesterday, and everybody was very responsive to it. So I thought, I'll put this on YouTube. So what we need to know about how long it's going to take with a narcissist even your lawyer can't predict how long it's going to take because it's really going to be based on how long and how many tactics that your narcissist pulls. And some are just a few, some are five years long. The, the shortest I have ever seen in my career of, of coaching people through narcissistic divorce is probably about just over a year. And that one was through mediation. And it was because my client was giving away everything to make it go away. It would have been much more dramatic if it had been the narcissist's assets. So keep that in mind when you're looking at things, right? If you are the one with the assets and you're willing to just make it go away, here you go, take it, get out of my hair, it can go faster, right? But in most cases, when there is um, assets to be divided, that's where the fighting, that's where the arguing, that's where the, the, the drama begins, right? So they're all high conflict. I don't care what you say, even that mediation that took a year and a half, that's not a normal time for a mediation, right? It should be one, two, bang, we're done. And, you know, to have to go back seven, eight times, spend $45,000, $30,000 on mediation, still money but it's still getting you out of the court, which could ride up into the hundreds of thousands, or I've had people with a million dollar and $5 million divorces. So um, again, it has to do with the size of your estate. So if you don't have a lot of money to fight over, it's going to matter, right? Um, it's always going to be harder than you think, and you're going to get loss of obstruction. So it starts off with the leaving the marital home, right? Sometimes they leave, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they want you to get kicked out, and you're living in the basement or the attic or the spare guest room because you have nowhere else to go. But that delays things and, and you know, just the legal back and forth with something as simple as who's going to stay in the house with the kids, right? We never know. Um, getting temporary orders is usually the first thing. And this is almost a sign. If you are struggling with the temporary orders and it's taking a lot longer because they've quit their job or they've hidden their assets or they just can't seem to pay you. And so there's delays and there's trials or hearings and more hearings and more hearings just to get temporary support, which should be number one ding ding on the list. I've seen that process take a year or two years, or even longer, where they don't even, they, they're just going along with the divorce, but they never settled on temporary orders, which means some kind of temporary support for the lesser earning person. What, what kind of, you know, custody are we going to deal with for the kids? Those are the basic things. And if it's taking a year, hello, it's going to be a sign of the reflection of what your narcissist is going to torture you with, right? Stonewalling is another thing that slows things down. Narcissists are famous for not giving any paperwork. My ex-husband never gave paperwork through our seven um, hearings, and he was in contempt for six of them, 
ordered to bring in papers on the last one or he was going to jail. So instead of the 5,000 pages I brought, he brought about six papers. I mean, they were in his hand like this and the judge didn't put him in jail because he brought something. But again, that kind of delay is how do we even get to the financial part if we don't know what the numbers are? So that kind of stonewalling of paperwork and delay it for years. I'm sorry to say it. Um, the next part is, is hiding assets that can slow things down. Of course, narcissists do this. We know they do. They shred things. They hide things. They put things in other countries. This is the name of the game when you're divorcing a narcissist. So the need for the forensic accountant steps in at this point going, where was it? We had something here and it's gone. And now you're hiring financial detectives to figure out where it went. Again, more money, more time. So we are just showing you something. I'm not saying all of these things are going to happen to you. What I want you to know is that they're possible. And if they are happening, at least you get validation to go, well, that's right out of the box. I mean, if there was literally a box of cards that every little trick that they could pull, somehow they have it. Um, again, obstruction is going to be a huge thing. They're going to refuse to give you their taxes. They're going to refuse to give you the paperwork that you need. This is a little bit different than the stonewalling. Um, the obstruction is is in every arena from, you know, the children things to any papers about retirement. It's going to do it. The drama, right? The drama they bring brings out and delays everything. If you're asking for $14 to pay back for your students, your kids' school lunches, and they're going to bring drama about it. Now your lawyer's emailing their lawyer and their, I mean, as simple as that can go and just bring on more time, more expense, because you're spending money to pay your lawyer to answer their lawyer. Um, another thing narcissists do is they agree with things and you think, okay, we've got an agreement on custody. We've got an agreement on this little tiny part of whatever it is. And then they just decide, nah, I don't want to do that. They disagree with what they've already agreed on. So we're back to square one. We're starting all over when these things happen. And you never know when these are going to happen. You just don't, right? Um, the size of your estate often slows things down. For me, as an example, I'm sorry to keep bringing this in, but it helps people see, right? We had already sold the house. The profits from the house were in the lawyer's safe. The kid was not his. It was mine. No, no custody issues. Um, there was nothing to fight over. Uh, we didn't have retirement. We were married 10 years. Clean cut. This is the deal. It took about a year and a half. And as I said, you know, $100,000 in my bill to fight over 50, which half of it was mine. So I was going to get 25, but it's that, that kind of thing. The size of your state, if you have huge properties and you've got you know, summer homes and you've got boats and you've got planes and you've got, you know, retirement accounts or businesses together, those things can really slow things down. Um, in a normal divorce, you know, child protective services isn't necessarily called. Spouses don't get arrested and parental alienation accusations aren't deployed. Almost always, at least one or two of those things are deployed in a narcissistic divorce because the narcissist needs to show everyone that they're the normal one. So what's better than having you arrested or, or accusing you 
through child protective services of, you know, sending little Johnny to school with two socks that didn't match. I've had clients that have had child protective services called on them for that kind of stupidness, right? Um, there's always court delays. The, the, you know, forget the fact that COVID really set the court system back, I would say, at least a year. Um, they do take time. Some states, you have to be legally separated for a year before you can even file. And so that delays it. And now you're just starting to get on the calendar. So then you have to wait for the first hearing, the second hearing, or whatever else is going to be in your box of getting through this divorce. Um, so court systems can always do this. The bottom line I want you to know is it's going to take a lot longer than you think and um, a lot longer than your lawyer can even imagine. Because in a normal divorce, a lawyer can say, X, Y, Z, this is what happens. But in a divorce with a narcissist, you never know which part of that list that I've just shared with you is going to come out of the box that's going to slow it down, delay, and just make your life a living hell. So Whatever you're doing, make sure that you are getting emotional support because these are crazy times. And if your divorce goes on for a year, two, or five years, you need to make sure that you are as strong as you possibly can. Remember, the goal of a narcissist is to wear you down, to beat you down so that you finally go, whatever, just get him away, get her away, right? Whatever it is, they want you to be so desperate that you take their shitty offers. Sorry, I swear. Um, they want you to be enough frustrated that you walk away with nothing or you agree to go to mediation, not even knowing what's on the table. Please don't ever do that. Um, this is Tracy Malone. I am the founder of NarcissistAbuseSupport.com. We've got thousands of resources for you if you are divorcing a, uh, a narcissist as well as any other type of narcissist. So um, I hope this was helpful and I look forward to seeing you again soon.